Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. <laughs> I'm Julie. And today, okay, halfway through saying our title, I was like, is this the actual title of our show? Is what you probably heard in my voice, Julie. I was like, she's doing something different. I like it. No, I was like, is this, we had a, we had a podcast before this and I was like, am I just saying the wrong name? Um <laughs> Oh, well, if that ain't going to tell you what today's podcast is going to be like, uh, but we, at this podcast, we re- we talk about a pop culture period piece. We give it our super scientific rating and chit chat, give recommendations and all of that fun stuff. So Julie, recommendations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yes, I have a recommendation that I have prepared. Would you like me to go first or... for this episode? Okay. Um, no, I, here's my recommendation because <laughs> I'm currently without one because I keep breaking them. But they, they, you, you can buy those little like $8 milk thro- frothers uh-huh. or like your creamer and stuff. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, that just elevates your coffee experience so much if you're an at-home coffee maker like me. Uh And I broke mine again. I broke it Thanksgiving morning. I have not yet purchased a new one because I've been busy. And every time I make my coffee now, I'm like, I gotta get a new one. My coffee's so sad. It's true. Do you want to know a, do you do hot milk or cold milk? No, I I do. Well, technically I do oat milk. Okay. Um, it's not the same, but it will give you a little bit of boost if you put it in a martini shaker, like a an alcohol shaker. <laughs> like okay. with, with an ice cube, you put your milk and then you just like shake it a bunch and then it'll froth a little bit. It won't be the okay. same. Okay. But, but but it does mean that I get to use a martini shaker. Yeah. So you could be like and like you could pretend that you're like coyote ugly for a little bit. I I like how the reference was Coyote Ugly. There's no, there have been no other bartenders since Coyote Ugly. <laughs> exactly, Tyra Banks in Coyote Ugly. <laughs> Don't forget. So specific. Uh, I did last night. Put my um, Lacroix, my sparkling water. It was probably mm-hmm. not Lacroix brand. It was off brand. Um, I did put that in my wine glass. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, you know what? Just because I can't have wine, no one said I can't have fancy wine glasses. Because I've wine glasses. I've just been drinking everything out of like my plastic lidded Starbucks cup for an eternity. Uh huh. So Nancy Young, that's my mom. Because you don't. Okay. Know. Uh, Nancy has been drinking Diet Coke out of fancy wine glasses her whole entire life, and my whole entire life. I 100% support this decision. Don't, don't use, don't use lame glasses. Like truly. There there it is. That's my recommendation. Yeah. Treat yourself to a fun glass. Yeah. Like no matter what it is, don't use lame glasses. Why? Why? Who said? Who said? Anyway, um, what rules? Uh, My recommendation, um, but it's spicy. It's But if you like Bridgerton okay but like if you want the original erotica made into a movie lady shatterley's lover oh just dropped on netflix okay and it is the most spicy thing i've ever seen on netflix really yes 
and it's like not a slow burn because they they do it pretty quickly but like (laughs) and like it is graphic it is saucy but then it also has like the English countryside and they do it in a cottage and in a lavender field (laughs) oh a lavender field I know come on exactly and I was like, I understand why this book was banned because women were like, oh, I like sex now. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Um, okay. So highly recommend watching that uh, in in the correct company. <laughs> what does that mean? What is the inc- what is the incorrect company for Lady Chatterley's lover? Oh, like in front, like with your parents. Oh, okay, okay. You know, like we're we're, st- we're still worried about those things as as adults at our age yes julie i'm going to therapy and i'm trying really hard but oh hey you you know my relationship with yeah (laughs) i wouldn't be watching anything with that (laughs) our last podcast where you were getting a tattoo and you were afraid to talk about it on the podcast oh yeah i didn't want my mom to know yeah so that's where i was like she can't figure out how to listen to a podcast (laughs) who am i kidding we're good. <laughs> we had a whole thing because she couldn't get into her acorns for like a week and she kept asking me to give her her password. And I was like, I don't, what, do you understand what's happening right now? Um, I'll help you reset it. I, are you, are you the password child? Like the child mm-hmm. whose name is the password? Oh, pfft. no. Oh, okay. No, no. Nay, nay okay they'd probably uh, no i don't know that any of i don't think they like any of their children enough to be the password child to be quite honest ah, i got it <laughs> i it's not my name but facts about me okay i'm definitely the password child so <laughs> my um passwords have become more and more violent because <laughs> i've gotten like more frustrated by password processes Okay, do you mean violent as in like exclamation point three zero four eight? No, like nine. violent against passwords. This password is stupid, and like, I hate like you. threats. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like you, yeah, you, like the best password now is like a sentence. Great, fantastic, but yeah. also I have to have caps and numbers and and all of that. But also I can't preview the password while I type it. Yeah. So um, it's just like what the fuck. Another recommendation, because I think this is rather genius. So I started a new job a few months ago. And we had to do another security training. And I was like, oh, I've done so many security training. Oh, um, but one of the things they said is the best way to do a password is to think of it like a license plate. Like, you know how license plates, they say a word, but they don't really say it. And there's like an eight or a four. Yeah. So it should be an A and like all of that. And then that makes it unbreakable it makes it- hey i'm tori i'm justin and i'm ryan have you always wanted to explore the world of sports but haven't found an accessible barrier of entry or maybe you're just a sports expert who wants to laugh about who won who lost and who makes way too much money or maybe you just want to understand ted lasso better regardless of your relationship with sports good game is there to break it down for you it's a podcast about sports for rookies veterans and everyone in between whatever is happening in sports Justin, Tori, and I will be there to talk through it all. With jokes, hot takes, and sometimes literal tears. So check out Good Game, a Trident Network podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
a lot of recommendations. We had a lot of things to say. <laughs> a lot to talk about. Uh, Julie, mm-hmm. so today mm-hmm. is my pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're um, we are talking about Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Which released on Netflix on in November 6th of 2020. Whew, what a time. Has it been two years? Yes. Wow, I thought this was last year. I know you said that, and I was like, we'll, we'll talk about that. On the <laughs> oh, my God. This okay. was also height election season 2020. Um, Just fun fact. Uh, so Jingle Jangle, Netflix original. Decades after being betrayed by his apprentice, a once joyful toy maker finds new hope when his bright young granddaughter arrives on his doorstep. Okay. Yeah. I get that was a goog. It didn't ramble enough for it to be me. Um yeah, I, uh, no, I could tell I was actually I could tell it was a goog. Yeah, because I because <laughs> it was coherent. Yeah, but but I my okay was was me judging the goog, not you. Just to be yeah. clear. I wanna start where I think you wanna start. Oh okay where i want to make out with in the most Uh respectful consensual way yes yes with the costume designer of this movie oh my goodness was that where you wanted to start the the just i mean first of all (laughs) structurally Uh uh-huh everything fit it was just so like everything was clearly made for the performer wearing it Yes, every and especially every background artist, like extra. Yeah. yeah. Every dancer. Um, oh. The 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 full vision was beautiful. Like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, they costumed this group of people, then they costumed this group of people. It was just gorgeous. But the the mixing of textures and patterns mm. was the most beautiful cohesive thing. Mm-hmm. Like this this was like okay this is a mild tangent but one of the things and the costumes were a reason for this one of the things that i thought the whole time is like when is this getting a stage production yes mm-hmm. i there was one i'm going to talk about stage production in a second there was one moment that i was like this this is stupid good like where where the costumes are so good that you throw a pillow um i mean i do <laughs> um, <laughs> but when the granddaughter was like doing something and then there's a little boy apprentice and they're doing something and it's just a picture of the bottom of their either pantaloons or pants their tights or socks and their shoes and there's three different textures like for each of them three different patterns completely different color schemes that also just like perfectly work and each uh, costume piece is perfectly made like none of them is like oh someone made that really quickly to be like oh well no one's gonna see this or if they are it's gonna be for like two seconds yeah and i think a lot of like netflix originals we are we have been in a few of them missing that like that uh like opulence of texture and opulence of costume Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. this movie just was the perfect like oh this is what they could do for netflix originals yeah like the the um 
Oh, it's for streaming, so it doesn't have to be as high of a quality, mm-hmm. uh, production quality. Um, I, I feel like we are moving away from that because so much stuff is going to streaming first. Mm-hmm. And so th- because of that, when something is like, okay, yeah, um, it just makes it even more obvious. Yeah. So you, I'm, my biggest, I guess, complaint about this movie, though, is I think it takes way too long to get to the actual plot of the movie itself, mm-hmm. which is, which is the granddaughter wanting this connection with her grandfather and wanting to be an inventor herself. And we talked about how there, in the Newsies episode, how there's always an I want song that makes you go, oh, this is what we this is what this show is about and we're going to see this character get it and Mm -hmm. we don't get her i want song until an hour in and i feel like if it was a stage show that wouldn't feel that long but on film that felt like forever to me and so Mm -hmm. i was like oh this would be i mean it was gorgeous to watch but i feel like watching all this happen on stage would have been a little bit more spectacular for me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah fair mm-hmm. like we got to the the lady who wants to have sexy time with the grandfather is doing her song before we get the i want song we're get, like we're getting all that before it's so interesting this is a tangent this yes. is what you get from julie this time of year um in my journey of a child coming out um it's so interesting because both keegan michael key Key okay so both of them Mm -hmm. are are doing both of them are doing director stuff um both of them are are directing and it's so interesting the difference between um not necessarily style but like the the genres that Jordan Peele is doing versus Keegan Michael Key because Keegan Michael Key like he's also he was also heavily involved in um, Schmigadoon too yeah so, and reboot which has the same like yes like it it goes somewhere but it starts with like a fluffy concept you know yeah yeah like he's that sort of his his grasp um, and I just gosh they're just both so talented okay yeah just a moment for just a moment for key and peel some of those sketches i still think of oh man the valet sketch is like one of my favorites um i i think it um i wrote in my notes i was like that you can michael key never stops working like i turn on the tv and he's there like in a great way but i was like do you sleep though sir He's um, even um, in a commercial for some cable something or other that is based on a Keegan Michael Keel Key and Peel sketch. I yeah, I mean, I guess if I had that much work coming at me, I would. I mean, I'm actually I lied because I'm doing this now and I'm not at their level where I'm like yes, 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 and then mm-hmm. I'm like I'm so overlooked. Um, that that I would probably, you know, ride the wave for like six good years and then just be like, okay, and now I'm going to get real picky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he might be real picky now. It's just really good stuff's coming in. Cause I don't, they're none of them. Well, that's done. probably why everything they do right now is just amazing. Yeah. 
Like, okay. we're not seeing what they turned <laughs> Yeah, true. You're right. Um, whenever I see tiny little people, and by that I mean children, uh, and I mean- I was like, where's not, this going? No, no, not, not like borrowers. <laughs> but um but tiny you know like little children and i'm also thinking of matilda which i just saw um Mm. so freaking talented so young Mm. i also want to throw a pillow in a different way because i'm like i would i i am very talented you are very talented you and i will never be as talented as these seven-year-olds no like absolutely not when i see talented children i'm like gosh what did i do with my life like i did um judging for theater at thespian festival last mm-hmm. weekend oh my gosh it was only last weekend and the like these kids were in high school and i was just like these kids are amazing like mm-hmm. the content the delivery i would not i was not there in high school and it's just so impressive now that this is two years past instead of the one year i'm totally like what are the kids doing <laughs> i um I did not look them up. I'm sure they're doing something phenomenal and amazing. I do like a bunch that... of stuff coming out. Oh, okay, cool. They probably did this, and then after it got released, then they started getting offers. Oh, unsurprisingly, the uh-huh. granddaughter was in the Grinch tour, uh... like the theater tour. Yeah. Oh, I love that they pulled her from theater that's awesome yeah oh she was also in school of rock on broadway okay okay what so much is becoming clear now (laughs) (laughs) um i i do like the fact that like it is a store so two things about the story it made me i liked the fact that it was a girl who wanted to be an inventor yes little stem princess just trying you know to to instead of what we used to see growing up for you and I um and then I but I also think it's really funny that we've reviewed and there have been released so many movies written by people our age that just want an apology from our grandparents (laughs) the the amount of content out right now and I'm going to expand this a little bit yeah um the amount of content right now that involves like people written by people our age about children now but it's like precocious kids that like are smarter than the adults or like the kids are taking care of the adults mm-hmm. or like you know the the adults think they know better but they're actually like inadvertently being incredibly selfish i'm like damn our our generation mm-hmm. is still dealing with some stuff yeah but it but julie the movies are banging <laughs> there well they are because we're <laughs> because our generation is also dealing with some stuff in a beautiful way yeah oh. like we're dealing with it in a creative way but also our generation is like therapy yeah the 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 amount of people i know that like just go to therapy but then have convinced their parents to go to therapy by being the ones who are the example of therapy working Oh my god, if I could get my parents to go to therapy. Just it's all I want for Christmas. I was gonna make the darkest joke. (laughs) 
I'm so sorry. Um, but <laughs> through recent events that I highlighted in the last episode, um, I was eventually be like, mom, you need to go to therapy. Like, I can't talk you through this. I don't know. You got it. And she did. And she loves it. Um, and, yeah. My, my dad mm-hmm. has been partially deaf my whole life. <gasps> Mine too. What? <laughs> he Jamesies. will not get a hearing. He will not get his ears checked. The doctor repeatedly tells him to go to a specialist for his ears. He will not. Mm-hmm. My mom, who already has um, like bronchitis and stuff, like she she's in an internal state of not having a voice from yelling to be heard. Mm-hmm. And he like he will not to the point that like they have lied to me and said that like he's gone to the doctor and like gotten checked out. And then I've asked the other parent about it and they've been like, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> and and if they ever do listen to this episode, I'm going to get a call about airing dirty laundry. And I'm gonna be like, well, then just go get your ears checked and go to therapy i think yeah and julie's new friend show called get your ears checked is coming to <laughs> and you don't do byov this year okay <laughs> um yeah i think uh, yeah that just makes me chuckle and be sad at the same time because the amount of times that i've had personally and my friends have had that are parents or grandparents or parental figures have lied to us about medical things yes you're like what are you doing i what what i i don't want to say who because i don't want to get yelled at um see why am i like that but there's someone in my life who i love dearly who um went away quote unquote for a week and a half and no one told me where and then found out they had major surgery and I went and I went to a summer camp and so they I, I was not able to contact them the whole time I was at summer camp oh my god and they had major surgery like <laughs> major cancer tumor removing surgery and nobody told me about it and I didn't know till like six years later when my person <laughs> accidentally said it and I was like wait what and not only is that weird because I was a kid that like didn't know where their blank was while I was at summer camp but then like also what if something happened second third I have my own medical history and if you are a relative to me I should know what your medical history is anyway yeah you know I um I updated my phone. I did. Oh, no. I updated my iCloud or something yesterday. And this probably happened six months ago for everyone else, but I'm slow to update. It gave me the option of, like, assigning a legacy contact. Oh, see, I haven't updated yet. <laughs> and so it's literally like you assign a legacy contract contact, and this is the person that has access to your phone if you die. Oh, and it sends them an automatic email or message that says, I've added you as my legacy contact. I'm sharing an access key with you, which you can use to access my iCloud data in the event of my death. Like, <laughs> And did your spouse cry? <laughs> I was afraid to send it to him, but he did not cry. I also oh. was not in the room when he received it. Okay. Um, But 
like we got to do that shit right now like how many how many people this has taken a dark turn i'm so sorry jingle jingle i love her like christmas movie but how many people like how many people do you know on facebook on instagram that are not present anymore oh yeah yeah that you every once in a while just like go on their facebook and like look yeah yeah it's i um after my grandma died i bought a book called it's on amazon here's another recommendation that's dark but i think necessary (laughs) called uh, i'm dead now what and it is like it asks all the questions that people should know if you die like where like your life insurance policy you did that where if you have more than one 401k where are they at what you know like Mm -hmm. all that stuff Mm -hmm. um so that you know you don't want you don't want someone you don't want to die young right like nobody wants to you don't want to you just don't want to die old uh well some well that's gonna be dark so uh and then but it happens you and i have seen it happen Mm -hmm. um with mutual friends actually too and um it sucks to be left behind but it sucks even more when you're like I can't honor this person because the paperwork is so hard that I can't even like Mm -hmm. legally get out of this shit you know and so to think about that and leave that for someone I think is and it's eleven dollars it's very cheap Anyway, so jingle jangle. Uh, uh. <laughs> I hope I hope this is our highest rated episode <laughs> um, that has ever happened. Can I? Um, I'm going to give you one fact. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you. I'm going to do a name drop, but I feel like you need to hear this story. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. So all of the shops in Cobbleton, so that's like the town that they're in are named after historical African-American inventors. Fantastic. I love Isn't that, that cool? Um, so, Felicia Rashad plays the grandmother reading the story, right? Huh. Um, she, I went to school at SCAD, and they have a film festival every year in Savannah, and they have a TV festival in Atlanta where they show new shows and they honor um, TV professionals. And so she came in and was honored with one of the awards. So she came in and did a Q&A with uh, performing arts students that went to the Atlanta Festival that year. So I went and we were, it was a group of like 20, 20 of us plus two of our professors. And we were asking lots of questions like, you know, the, how do you make it in the industry? How can you have a good audition? How can you like go, mm-hmm. go, go, you know, how can, and like hustle, 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 hustle. And she was answering them, but you could tell that she was very like, taken aback about how how business oriented we were and how um like kind of sad the questions were leaning like how do you get an agent like it just felt um I don't know maybe clinical Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was towards the end of the school year was the tv festival so we were all (laughs) beaten down maybe so (laughs) those to leave and she um she goes to leave the door and then stops and turns around and goes you eat you all need to know that you're magnificent right now as you are Mm. nothing needs to change nothing needs to get better 
And I need you to remember that. And then she walks out the room. (laughs) And it was just like what I needed, what we all needed in that moment. And including like two of my professors started crying. (laughs) I I love that because it's not just like really important advice that you all needed to hear. Mm -hmm. It's that she was so aware yeah of like the of the mindset of everyone and like where y'all were mm-hmm. that she recognized like you need this yeah and like the fact that she was like leaving and then she's like i gotta hold on give me a second mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. anything else you want to say about jingle jangle besides ricky martin being the evil toy <laughs> um, one of my favorite facts um before we rate it uh no i'm good okay all right julie yep, one yep. out of ten evil ricky martin toys what do you give this movie um i give it i give it a seven i i really loved it i can't believe it was two years since i i watched it last mm-hmm. um i do think that if they tweaked it rewrote it for stage mm-hmm. i think this would be like 10 out of 10 stage musical agreed agreed i think it needs some editing or it needs to be on stage and then it would be 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so listeners, this will be our last episode of 2022. So Julie, what do you have to look forward to next year? And yours is going to be so much grander than mine. <laughs> so um, I mean, I'm really just looking forward to like organizing. Oh, okay. Oh, working things out. Um, no, obviously our, our big production Mm-hmm. is scheduled to debut january 29th mm-hmm. um, that's our baby mm-hmm. um who is at the point in the pregnancy where like last night he like kicked me with an appendage i don't know if it was a hand a foot i don't know what appendage it was but i was like oh wow i can feel my stomach protruding and that's a normal thing um <laughs> so that's that's our big thing and and just figuring out like what it, what is our new normal um mm-hmm. Because, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, your whole life is going to change. Um, so just buckle up. And I'm like, fair, but also, mm-hmm. like, I want to find the balance of, like, st- like, like the mom in Bluey, um, still having a personal life of my own, still having a professional life of my own, but mm-hmm. also not being a selfish person that's like, I brought this thing into the world now, like shush and be quiet like i want to incorporate that child into all the things that i'm passionate about Mm -hmm. i want this baby to be the star of fringe oh it will be and i'll hold it while you are doing this is like such a random small tangent but like (laughs) we have like we have someone that um really smartly advertises shows for fringe uh-huh. Um, they all like do body paint and advertise for shows. What if I give people the option of like advertising their show as a onesie? Oh, like, listen, if you give me a onesie, I'll put it on my kid. Oh my gosh. That would onesie and a dog sweater for Penny. <laughs> and then like <laughs> the chef's kiss. Yes. Um, or what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to, um, my whole 2022 is scheduled and I'm not adding anything else to it. <laughs> like, uh. 
in a nice way. Like I have performances in October scheduled for Pittsburgh and New York. I have my. Wait, you mean your October twenty three is scheduled? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my oh, October. Okay. And so if I'm adding things, there'll be little directing projects here and there. Um, wow. Yeah. But like just being stable in a job that doesn't make me sad is going to be really nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm hoping for. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So listeners, thank you for listening all year. Um, we will be back in February with Feral for Feral. <laughs> I will never be able to do this. Uh, correctly because i have a pittsburgh accent but colin farrell movies all february Ugh, that's uh, what i'm looking forward to yeah uh just just for julie and just for all of you thirsty thirsty <laughs> listeners uh so thank you for listening buy our merch and we'll see you in 2023 bye, bye. pop culture period peace podcast is a part of the trident network to learn more about our videos live shows and other podcasts please visit the tridentnetwork.com